B. Mitchell Finley, 1067, the fan. Don't want to waste any time here. Want to get to the BetQL guest line and welcome in our guest, Charlie Gasparino. Uh, Charlie is the senior correspondent for Fox Business Network, also as a columnist for the New York Post. You can follow him on Twitter at C. Gasparino, G-A-S-P-A-R-I-N-O. Charlie, thanks so much for joining us. Obviously, you made a lot of news in D.C. yesterday with your reporting about Jeff Bezos and his interest in buying the Washington Commanders. What can you tell us? What's the latest with the situation? Well, from what I understand from my NFL sources is that, you know, this deal, you know, they're trying to get this deal done. Uh, now, I'm not saying it's definitely going to be Bezos. I have no idea who it's going to be. It could be Bezos. But the window is after the Super Bowl, before the um, uh, the owners' meeting. Uh, I, I think, you know, if, so my sources are people who talk to, to uh, Dan Snyder. I, I, I haven't spoken to him. The Washington Redskins have no comment when I uh, made, made my calls. Um, but what they're indicating is that, you know, he kind of wants to sell the team now. Uh, it, it, I think it's, you know, reading your name in the paper with these sort of headlines that are unflattering to you and your family is, you know, I think he's sick of it. And, uh, you know, so his intention as of now is to sell the team. Uh, the window is that period of time because that's what the, the kind of the league wants. They want it done, you know, before the owners meeting, uh, I guess, so they have a chance to vote on it, presumably. And the, and the players that you would expect them want to could buy this thing, you know, they they run the gamut, you know, Josh Harris, you know, the guy that owns that the, the, the Philadelphia Seventy um, uh, ers but he has that private equity sports firm. Um, John Henry, name I heard, the former, I, I think he's now the former owner of the, the Boston Red Sox. He's got the money, but the guy with the most money, who is obviously clearly interested, is Jeff Bezos of. Uh, Amazon fame. I mean, he's definitely interested. His his girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez, is a big football fan. Uh, you know, he's a football fan, uh, and this and this is a, a franchise that is 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 on the market. And it's also let's face it, it's a storied franchise, right? I mean, you know, growing up, believe it or not, I grew up in New York area. Um, I was a Cowboy fan, but my brother was a Redskins fan, and you know, I would you know this this is a, I, I just remember following this team since the time of George Allen and the, the over the hill gang, you know, right through the eighties and all those championships and, uh, and super bowls. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I, you know, this is, a, this is a, a valuable franchise, by the way, if Dan does sell it and, and I, you know, these deals aren't done until you see the paperwork. You know, I, I can't tell you, I cover right. mergers and acquisitions, how many times, you know, people were at the table, two sides at the table, ready to deal, and then it doesn't get done. You know, some hiccup somewhere along the line. So, you know, if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done, right? And it's always a possibility, right? My point is, Dan bought the team, I believe, for like $800 million. The price tag on it right. now is $7 billion. That is not a bad chunk of change. And as you know, Jeff Bezos can clearly afford that. So I, it, you, like, I think when you said that Dan wants to sell, seeing all the negative reports and things like that would probably rub somebody the wrong way. I think that right there makes a lot of people happy because when they don't hear much, they start wondering, is he uh, getting cold feet? Cold feet on selling? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, 
I don't know what's in his brain cells. I, I, I just, just full disclosure. I know the guy a little bit. Um, I've met him a bunch of times through a mutual friend. I, I really like the guy. I met his wife. Uh, I sp- I've spoken with him. I haven't spoken with him in a year, at least. Uh, I had no reason to, but you know, and but you know, why don't I, you I call really, him now? <laughs> um, you know, we called. I, I listen. He knows how to reach me, and I and you know, I I called the appropriate per- person over there. Uh, but uh, you know, he's not exactly denying all this stuff. <laughs> Unless I'm missing something, right? Uh, and it's right. clearly the team is for sale. They hired an investment banker, uh, and he may, in the end, say no. Listen, the guy loves the team, loves it. He grew up in the area, and it's you know he's a diehard Redskin fan. Um, but then you know he's got a family, and you know he's reading reading the stuff in the paper. I hear most of it is you know not related to him personally. Maybe there was some bad apples in the organization. Um, you know, uh, you know, some of the know, stuff man. I've read. It's been a long time with him at the helm, dude. It's hard. <laughs> the, yeah, were there bad know, apples? But, I mean, sure. I mean, you, but like, I mean, listen, I'm not school. 25 years every, of this stuff. You So you think there's 25 years of sexual harassment going on with the Redskins? I mean, maybe. Um, I, I don't That's know. That's sure what I'm, the evidence not, says. Uh, yeah. Regardless, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying know, to put you in a bad spot. You've got a relationship. Well, I'm not I mean, trying you, to... can, you, you can put me in a bad spot. I'm not a PR guy. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying <laughs> right. that um, I, the guy I know is not is, is not reflective of what I'm reading, just so so to speak. And I, you know, I'm not like you... not, like I said, I don't know him all that well. I know him a, a little bit. Uh, I just never Do got you think that impression. It changed... Say what what changed? Because something changed along the way because, you know, I mean, Brian played for this organization. Brian won a Super Bowl with this organization. I'm a lifelong D.C. guy. Like, I've watched this ownership play out my entire life, and I've covered the team quite closely for a long time now. Dan has always been extremely defiant and... Basically, oh, yeah. what Pimich likes to say is the middle, the one finger salute. Like that's that's kind of been Dan's mo towards his critics over the years, and it seemed like everything changed in about late October, early November. Do, do you know what changed that got Dan well, to the point where I, he wanted to sell? Well, I mean, you know, some of this is pressure from the league, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, the, the headlines are not abating. You know what I'm saying? And if you think about it. If someone's going to give you seven billion on a property that you bought it for seven hundred million or so, do the math. I mean, that's one of the greatest investments of all time. And you know, you can start, and you've been there, you've done that. Um, has he won a Super Bowl with the with the Redskins? No, no dude. No. <laughs> he, they've won no. one playoff game in his tenure as owner. One yeah, you singular. Know, was, so wh- whatever yeah. you say about off the field, I care about on the field, and they've been awful. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's an issue too. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's time to move on. Uh, clearly, something has changed, right? I mean, you don't go out and hire an investment banker for nothing, right? I mean, they they have yeah. Bank of America. Um, clearly, right. I'm, my sources are people that are deeply immersed in this stuff, right? There's obviously something happening, okay? Does he pull the trigger, doesn't he? I mean, who knows? I mean, by the way, if, if you're, you know, you guys are down there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if he's not well-liked, who wants to be in a place where you're not well-liked? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, that, that, right, said, yeah. that said, 
Um, you know, that said, he's got friends in the league. I mean, Jerry Jones is still a supporter, right? He's powerful. Apparently, Kraft still likes him. He's powerful. Uh, but, you know, it's, there's other considerations here. And then, you know, this is a club, and uh, meaning the NFL, and it's run by uh, it's run by Roger Goodell. And, you know, there's I think there's a point where, you know, if the headlines don't stop, if uh, the negative publicity doesn't stop, if it's a if it's a franchise that you know is kind of muddled muddled along, you know there's there's all obviously pressure on you, right? And um, yep, that's that's the way that's the way it feels to me. Listen, if he turned around and didn't sell it, I would not be surprised, right? I mean, would you not be totally blown away if he said, "Screw you guys, I'm not." They'd give you guys the feel, I, but give you guys the figure. But but you know all the all the evidence is pointing to a sale. And all the evidence is pointed to he can make seven. He can make seven. He can get seven billion dollars for this thing that he bought <laughs> yeah. for seven hundred million. That's a, I mean, I, mean I do the math in your head on that. Well, what is that compounded? I think it's at a point now where I don't think he's going to be able to change his mind. So you don't think he's going to sell? Think that the pr- I think the pressures from people in the NFL and now courts and systems and all this stuff is going to be too much. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I mean, I think you're right. That's the smart move. And by the way, it's a smart move because it's money. It's a lot of money here. Um, you know, you're talking, you know, I don't know where Dan Snyder came from. Someone told me he came from somewhat modest background. Uh, but that's generational wealth. <laughs> you think about it, right? I mean, that's beyond. Yeah. I mean, hey, Charlie, let me ask like, you this. Um, yeah. We're, we're talking with Charles Gasparino, Fox Business Network senior correspondent, columnist for the New York Post. You can follow him at C. Gasparino. Um, it was the New York Post that reported, I want to say maybe two weeks ago, that yeah. Bezos might be selling the Washington Post in an effort to buy the commanders. He obviously doesn't right. need the money, right? Like that That's not a financial play. Right. What do you know on that situation, and, and how do you read that? Well, I recently tweeted something out on that. Listen, here's what I know on that. And that I think that report was largely right. But here's where it kind of, you know, they came out and denied that he wants it. If you notice, they denied that he wants, that he does, they're denying that he wants to sell the post. They are not denying that he wants to buy the commanders, right? So you saw that part, right? Um, right. Here's what I know. And here's why people think he wants to sell the post. He apparently hates the, the, he hates the business. He has said that. He has told people that. He has told sources of mine that he thinks the business sucks, you know, and, you know, he doesn't like losing money. So people are extrapolating that for an intention to sell. Now, again, I I don't know what's in his brain cells. By the way, I did put a call into his person that, that handles this stuff, and I like point put both of these things back at him, and he did not, they didn't, they didn't return my call, they didn't deny it. Uh, but you know, I call, I, well, I spoke with the guy and then I sent them an email and they, they haven't gotten back to me. So they're not explicitly denying it now. Uh, but clearly the indication he gives to fellow C-suite executives is that he doesn't like the post business, that he would rather do something else. Uh, he bought it for 200 million. You know, if he sold it now, I mean, God, I, I mean, you would think it have some premium, but it is a newspaper business. Uh, um, mm-hmm. You know, who knows what they would get for it? It's not the money thing. I just think he hates the business. It's a declining asset. It's a, it's a tough. It's a really listen. I'm in journalism. You guys are too. You know, it's a rough business all around, all around. 
and um, you know, trying to get people engaged, clicks, you know, because now we're doing we're, mo- most stuff is digital. You know, how do you combine it? I don't think he ever really figured out how to how to synergize it with Amazon's broader properties, right? I mean, I think that that was one of the things that people thought he'd be able to do when he bought Whole Foods. There is a synergy with Amazon, right? Um, I shop at Whole Foods. I have, you know, I have like Amazon uh, Prime thing. Uh, you know, there's connections to it. Yeah, yeah. You got to show him your code. He never synergized the post with any of his other properties. It kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Kind of sticks out like ESPN does with Disney, which is why everybody still thinks they're going to sell ESPN, right? A lot of people on on Wall Street are just saying that they're going to sell it. Uh, and yesterday, yeah, Bob but- Iger, as you know, separated ESPN out. So it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of this sort of right. sore thumb in the Bezos empire. That well, let me ask you. Think- so they, I've reported, I, I've been told this by numerous sources, that the family, whether it's Dan or Tanya or both, doesn't want to sell to Bezos because they believe that the post has been, I mean, they've publicly called it a well-funded misinformation campaign, right? What do you make yep. of the desire to not sell to the Amazon founder? You know, I've asked people that, and they're like, okay, so here's where here's where people with bouncing around in league circles about how this sale will go down. There'll be initial bids. Um, if, if this is, uh, again, premised on he he's pulls the trigger, really wants to sell, which a lot of people think he does. There's initial bids. You get the Josh Harris's, this guy, this guy go in. And then at some point, Bezos doesn't like to get involved in a bidding war. He tops it. Um, and um, and then the question is, would Dan really say no to a top bid of, you know, everybody bids $6 billion and Bezos comes in and gives you 8 I mean, would he really say no to that? It's hard to say no to that. It's like Hell a yeah. Steve Cohen, New York <laughs> Mets situation. And, and by the way, I don't know if he hates Bezos. You know, you know, you know Bezos... So, you know, runs the Washington Post, I guess, from a business standpoint, he doesn't direct the editorial decisions there. Sure. I mean, I, I know that for a fact. He does not tell, you know, whether it was Marty Barron and, and who, I, I don't know who runs it now, but the guy who runs it now, he doesn't tell them what to, what to run. He doesn't tell them who to go after. You know, yeah, the I Washington mean, Post is, is the Washington Post. It's a great newspaper, right? So, right. I mean, saying, the reporters uh, that have done the bulk of the investigating and the bulk of been the doing stories. It before he bought it. They, like, Dan had beef with the Post going back to two thousand. Bezos didn't buy that thing till no. what yeah. twenty fourteen or something. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I personally the know the reporter. Like Liz Clark's a great reporter. Nobody's telling her what to do. Mm-hmm. She's just a yeah, fantastic yeah. reporter. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think. There is some directive on high to go after Dan Snyder, but I, I do think it's an interesting situation. So, Charlie, I mean, you you work, you're in New York, you're on Wall Street, you're doing these big M and A's. Right. What, what does your gut tell you is going to happen here? My gut says if someone offers him seven billion, he's going to take it. Now, maybe that's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> I would. <laughs> but you know, my gut says that's what he's going to do. And uh, but you know, Dan, you know, when I like I said, I'm not his best friend, far from it. You know, I'm, I'm, I know him a little bit. What I know of him is what one of you guys just said: the middle finger. And you know, he's a little bit obstinate, and you know, no one tells him what to do. 
And so I can easily see them doing a 180. But, you know, I think at this point, I think the league really wants them to sell now, right? I mean, don't oh, yeah. you get the impression they want a change there? They would love Bezos. More than the impression. Like, I think it's very, very clear they want him out. Right. And, and by the way, the, don't, and they really want Bezos to buy it, is from what I understand. Um, for a I, lot of reasons, including deep pockets. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Are arguably the deepest. Um, Charlie, I, I really yeah. appreciate you making time for us. Appreciate and, and, you, brother. And thank you to everybody that intervened to help us get this interview set up. We'll uh, we'll be time. paying attention, man. We think who in the next month or somebody, so. Who was it? Britt. Britt intervened, didn't she? Was it Britt McHenry? For, no. I, I'm friends with Britt. I, I, uh, I went... I have a buddy that gave me your email address, and then okay. the PR dude. I want to say it was Connor. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who. Someone. It was a bunch of people that to me, but anyway, it worked out. I'm glad you guys are covering. It's a good story. Hey, thanks right, a lot, man. Really you, man. appreciate the time. See you guys. All right. All right, that is Charles Gasparino, Fox Business Network. Give him a follow at C Gasparino. We're going to switch it up. We're going to go from Dan and the Commanders and Bezos and $7 billion. We're going to talk to Bees about prop bets. Let's, Let's go. do it. Let's do it. It's B. Mitch and Finley. Yesterday at Talking Stick at the casino when we were playing craps, an odd number of fives being hit. Yeah. And the big man, Mitch Tischler, we were just screaming Tressway every time. Tress? We were just screaming, screaming Tressway. Who, what number fives can you think of? We thought of Tress. McNabb. McNabb is one I said, and then George Brett or something. I don't know what don't number know George Brett was. But somebody kept talking about George Brett. Maybe it was Phillips. Yeah. No, I don't know many more fives. Joe DiMaggio. I think Jerry Rice Jr. when he was on the uh... – Joe DiMaggio. Good call oh, there, good Phil. Way to go, Philly. Um, I'm trying to figure out if George Brett was number five or not, but – Forgive me if he was. I, I don't know much about George Brett. It was a little before my time. Um, I guess he did wear five. All right. Makes sense for the Royals. Um, right now, we're going back to the BetQL guest line. Mm-hmm. Now, we just talked to a senior business reporter in Charlie Gasparino. Yeah. Now we're going to talk. So what we like with our guy Landfill, with Jim Andrew Mullins, is his ability to, just to cut through the BS. Cut through the BS. Now we're going to be joined by somebody that will like to stir the serve us up. a heaping pile <laughs> of it. And our guy, Mike Beasley. Bees from MGM National Harbor. Bees, what up, man? How are you, buddy? Gentlemen, well, I, I can hear you, by the way, as you guys. You know, everyone gets a play-up intro. I get you guys talking crap about me. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bees, so that means you were a friend of ours. Yeah, dude, that's how we speak to one another. I love it. Johnny Bench. How do you forget number five, Johnny Bench, the big red machine? More, moreover, oh, how right. do you not notice C.J. Yeah. Abrams, number five, our new shortstop? I, I didn't even it? know who that was, but <laughs> congratulations to C.J. Abrams. Bees, bees, I also never saw Johnny Bench play, dude. Like, I, I know Johnny Bench from selling arthritis medicine. I never saw that guy play. <laughs> I mean, the big red machine was – Seventies, right? I, I was that's it. Right, yeah, well, that's you it. Had. <laughs> Tony Perez. I got a number number five. Dave Concepcion, Pete Rose. What's that? Hold on. I I got a number five that Brian should know. Who? Heath Schuler. I'll forget that one. 
People are mad at me now. Albert Pujols, I guess, wore five. He Pujols sure is a great did. Player, so. David Wright. Um, Mr. Bees, what's the action like over at your place for Super Bowl this week? Prop bets, baby. Prop bets. We'll get prop bets all over. And there's so many prop bets. Now, it's funny. When they started this stuff out, let's say, maybe 20, maybe 30 years ago, they started doing They'd have five or six. Now you can bet on the, the color of the Gatorade being thrown on the head coach. You know, um, but it's pretty cool. Of it's course, crazy. I'll have action on that. I'm taking the orange on that. So, um, what do I got on the Gatorade? I get it at uh, <laughs> plus 250 on old orange. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, there's so many good ones out there. I'm still trying to figure out what side I like in the game because you have to know what sides you like really to define your prop bets. So, I reach out to some of my guys and uh, some of the people I, I know back in Vegas and also some of the ball players I know that, uh, that I respect the, 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 the game of football as well. So I got some pretty good action, I think, uh, to, to share with you guys. First of all, I'll, I'll give you a little recap. We got about any Rihanna my, prop bets? Uh, no, I got to dig into that because you always want to see what the rehearsals like and how many what at the time is, and then I always try to go a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. I just try to. Look, I've won on. I've bet it a couple times. I love that bees has to that. dig into the halftime prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's actually not, not Brianna. Who's singing the national anthem? That's what I want to do, the total time of the national anthem. It's usually about two minutes or something like that. I was looking for that. I couldn't find it. I don't know. Um, I'm, I, I forgot. It's, um, maybe Jeff or Mullins, though. I, I don't no, remember. It was, is it Chris Stapleton? Day, is it Chris Stapleton, the, the country Chris, singer? Yeah, one of those yeah, so I wanna, I, with and the and country thing, singer, you want to say it's got to be over, right? If I can get over 206, I'm going to play him I over like 206. on quicker. I don't think they, they got Southern draws. How many bets are you going to have on Sunday? Uh, no less than 20. How many bets will you have on Sunday? No less than 20. <laughs> no less. Damn, I can promise you that. All right. So, um, so, so, so ignoring what side you're taking, because the Chiefs are going to win and nobody wants to listen to me. But everyone I talk to says Philly. Everyone I talk to says Philly. My record is five and thirty-five. A lot of people yesterday told me, Bees, that it's going to be the Chiefs because Pat Mahomes is a State Farm guy and it's a State Farm arena. I yeah. mean, that's a stupid reason. That's what people think. Right. I'm serious. The NFL is scripted. Don't downside. Know that. Yeah, I like, right. I like the Chiefs as well. I like the Chiefs as well, but I have to go back to my oh, Super Bowl goodness. record, which is accurate, and I feel for the Chiefs. But Bees, um, uh, those former police officers told me whenever you say you like somebody, take the other side. <laughs> I know. That's and that's and that's very factual, unfortunately. So here's a couple ones that I kind of like, and it kind of goes to the, the speed of the game. I think I like the over. I think a lot of people are playing it under. What I think, and what I, I think people's vision is that they think Mahomes is going to be stuck in the pocket. He's not going to be running as much. I disagree. He's had two weeks to get get healthy. He looked okay as with a high ankle sprain, which I'm sure B. Mitch will tell you. Is miserable to even try to you know go out and play with, but he he looked great. I thought so. It's not as severe as what I see it is. I think he uh, one of my favorite props is that he runs uh, over eighteen and a half yards. I think uh, he gets he I gets like out that. of the pocket I like a little. That so I think Mahomes gets over eighteen and a half yards. Um, I think the ball goes up and down the field a little bit. I think they don't. Uh, sometimes I think they're going to get a couple. I only think we're going to see four or five punts, but I think one of the punts is going to result in a touchback which is plus 150. I also think we'll see a punt uh, that's down inside the five-yard line, which is a plus 250 number. 
So I go out there and look for good pluses that I think can possibly happen based on what I see the game playing out as. Um, the other one I like, I think it's going to be, I hope it's a close game. Uh, score to be tied after 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, yes, at minus 110. Uh Everyone keeps bees saying the third. <laughs> bees, you, you know what you're proving to a lot of people that's listening right now? I'm just giving you my first you're step. A, you're a degenerate, man. You're just like Mitch and JP. I, I mean, know. You're you so pulling up stuff that they're going, what? Did they offer that crap? <laughs> bees, I got a degenerate special for you. Will the opening kickoff be returned? The answer is yes at plus 130. Seven of the last uh, – Seven of the last eight opening kickoffs have been returned. It's a new ball. For, it's a Super Bowl ball that the kickers don't get to work in. So it's a it's a brick out there. Yeah, and they they don't they it's, don't they don't have the same little bounce. Get to play. Yeah, you don't get to, yeah, don't get to play yeah. with it. You got plus one thirty. Okay, I almost yeah, said something, and Jeff would have been telling me, Paul, but no. But like, <laughs> I used to get to the balls before and have to like before the game started, and I would work them to make sure that you're going to have a good ball coming to you. But in the warm weather, isn't it good? the ball going to be a little bit softer? It's not like it's uh, cold out there right now. I mean, you guys went out. Well, I'm going to be honest tree. with you, Beez. I don't know if I'm in uh, D.C. or Arizona because in the morning it's like I'm in damn D.C. It's cold. In then the it gets now. to <laughs> Arizona. Then at night it's like you're back in D.C. again. I love it, man. I love it. This desert right, I got weathers. a couple more. I'm going to give you. I like uh, McKinnon. I, I first of all, I like him uh, anytime uh, touchdown McKinnon. I also like him to have a 30 plus yard reception. Uh, he's so Ooh, good at that backfield. Um, I think it was plus six and a quarter. Wow, I, might I like that. Money on that one. I like what is he anytime touchdown? I like that one too. I want to say plus two fifty, plus okay. two fifty. I want to say it's not as big as I thought. I, it would be, I, I, I think you go him or Pacheco because one of them getting in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're going to key on Pacheco in my my opinion, and so I think the McKinnon out of the backfield is just, he's. So good at catching the ball to the backfield, it's uh, he's just a, a dual threat. So it's it's almost like Brian Mitchell returned. So I'll pay you later, bees. How, how many <laughs> how many are we now? Bees got nine nine bees Bro, picks. Bees probably have thirty five bits. <laughs> Give or take, who knows? Right, it's just a game, the big what, game. What are you doing for the game, bees? Uh, you we got working a big party or what? Here. We, uh, Bet MGM's doing a big deal over here, so uh, our theater will be packed with uh, members to get free bets. I, I don't want to promo because, you know, I respect all the, your, your uh, people you work with, but uh, we got a big – MGM will be absolutely slammed Super Bowl Sunday. Now, so. absolutely slammed like you can find a spot for me, B, Mitch, and Mitch, or absolutely slammed like we can't even get in the door. Man, look, I am in Arizona right now. My <laughs> wife is in Arizona. I haven't seen her. You think I'm going to go back home? On the plane flight, is she gonna let me go somewhere else without her? You think Mrs. Finley is gonna let JP out the house? (laughs) Wherever I'm going, I'm gonna have somebody attached to my hip. How about this? How about this, bees? Can you set odds on me and B. Mitch coming to the casino on Sunday for the game? Absolutely, B. Mitch is uh, coming to the game. He is plus twenty two hundred. I know Monica. There's uh, there's no chance that B. Mitch will get here. I know Monica well enough. If he comes to this game, she'll be right behind him with a bat. So. <laughs> what about me? Uh, man, you're, I, you got to get home, too. you got two little kids. So I got you at probably plus 1,800. 
even though okay. I do think you might have a little sneaky in you and try to get out. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, got some, I got some wiggle. No, he don't. <laughs> Believe what? me, it, I'll be there before JP get there. How long until Jeff sends a text to the group thread, yo, tell Bees I'm going to come on Sunday and to save me a spot? <laughs> it's probably already there. <laughs> I, I, would, I would save a spot for him, but he, we don't know if he's going to be sick or not. I mean, it's every, is it an odd day or a uh, day? <laughs> you never know what's up with Jeff. Car trouble, over on Jeff stomach trouble. Like 47, 47 yeah, call outs. I, I didn't know people got to leave the building to go to the bathroom. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, George Costanza does, so that's okay. <laughs> Last thing. This Tell seems me. like one of the hardest Super Bowls to handicap in a while. Right? It, it, I think it, so. I mean, it's a really, really small line. Like, there's not – it's hard to say there's a big favorite in this thing. In, in your time in the casino business, in the gambling business, what's, what's the Super Bowl this reminds you of? Oh, geez, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, just any game that's minus three or less, which we've had – you know, we've had a few of those that came, came around the corner. But um, when you're, you know, at minus one and a half, uh, really pretty much across the board. A lot of people playing the under. A lot of public money on the under. That's why I kind of like the over. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't Speaking know if I have the language. right comparison with it. And, and first of all, you say it's the toughest one to, uh, to analyze. I'm 5-35 and 35 analyzing Super Bowl, so <laughs> this one's just as tough as the other 40. <laughs> I couldn't give you you a solid answer. And I feel for the people that are betting the Chiefs because I probably will have my money on the Chiefs. Um, yeah, you know, I think when you look at this game right now, you look at how well Philly played. Look, at, and they've been dominant in the playoffs. And then Andy Reid, after a bye, with two weeks to prepare, dude, record is unbelievable. So I think right now people are going like, "Damn, Philly been killing," but Andy Reid, they don't know where to go. Yo, if, if, defense is good, better than what you know. I mean, it's if they can yeah. keep Hurts uh, in the pocket. And, you know, stabilize him a little bit. I think it's just a tough game for Philly. I mean, Hertz has got a big arm. He's had an incredible year, a year that I never thought. You know, I, I, I busted, you know, Eric Fede, uh, Fede, the pitcher for the Nats. He took uh, Hertz number six in his fantasy football team, and I gave him the roughest time. Boy, did he prove me wrong, huh? What a season <laughs> this kid had. Um, Bees, you said your Super Bowl record is 5-35? and 35? Yeah, I'm going And it's accurate, too. I mean, at one time I was uh, – <laughs> I was two and thirty once. So I'm actually on a roll right now. I'm three and four. <laughs> Mike Beasley is when I was when I was twenty years old. I started. I lost like the first seven in a row, and then I started keeping track of it from there. And then when I finally won one, then it was a big deal. And uh, I would switch sides, but whatever my money on was on is who my team was going into the game. I couldn't say, "Oh, I like this." And I've bet been the on other the Chiefs. Side. I've been on the Chiefs all week. Uh-huh. Two weeks. Now you've been go. Now I'm side. worried about it. <laughs> I'll say this, Bees. You are a friend of the show. We love you. It is a good thing you are so good at talking and 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 motivating people. Because damn, you're a bad gambler. <laughs> I think oh, you and Jeff y'all should tag team. <laughs> you know, I have two two things in the DMV. I'm one of the worst golfers in the DMV. <laughs> and I'm also uh, one of the worst gamblers in the DMV. Thank you and like Jeff should definitely Yo, attack to you. You, you. you and Jeff have a lot in common, apparently. Bees, we appreciate, you, appreciate you, man. Thank you, buddy. Boys, enjoy uh, Scottsdale. See you guys. All right, bro. Don't All right. That, that's our guy, Mike Beasley from MGM <laughs> National Harbor. He likes the Chiefs, and that has me worried about liking the Chiefs. <laughs> we haven't opened him up all week. We've been phone-free all week. We're opening him up.
1 o'clock. It is a Bleep You Thursday, I think. Don't go anywhere. It's B. Mitchell Finley. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Download FanDuel now and use promo code Brian so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to the point spreads to who will score a touchdown. Listen, you don't have to be a football expert. There are so many things. Just heard B's talking about it. So many different things you can bet on from how long the national anthem is going to be, what color is the Gatorade going to be, and if you're getting $3,000 back in bonus bets, you could do a lot with that. All on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code Brian to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years or older, present in Virginia, first online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at, sports, at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Confident in the Chiefs for a couple weeks now? Not going to lie, B. B's has me a little bit shook. He's 5-35 yeah. and 35 in his life on picking yeah, yeah, Super Bowl yeah. winners. B scares you, bro. Like, like, I think like the guy that the number three team was playing against Vanderbilt, and he picked him, and they got upset. Right. <laughs> I think those two people, you go against them. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey. How about this good win for the Wizards last night? They beat the Hornets 118-104. Uh, to Yeah. Kind of got back on the, the right side of things after getting – they lost three in a row, I think. Um, you definitely need the Wiz to get it together uh, last night for them. B, I, I wanted to read you something, however. Um, earlier in the show, I thought you had a really good line when you were talking about Heineke. And you said, you know, Heineke saved Ron's ass two years in a row. Yeah. And he can't wait to run him out of town, yeah. basically. So I tweeted that out. Um, this dude, Josh Allen, HTTC, responded. I'm going to give out this guy's handle. His his Twitter handle is Old Bay Addict. I know how you feel you about love Old it. Bay. Um, he said, B-Mitch is sleeping or worse. Ron Rivera saved Taylor Heineke's career, gave him an opportunity, and Taylor Heineke has a future in this league because of Ron Rivera. Let's not get it twisted. Well, you're twisted because it wasn't Ron Rivera that went out and found Taylor Heineke. It was Scott Turner who fought for him to be there. And Ron went out and got Fitzpatrick. He went out and got Carson Wentz. And both of those guys completely fell flat on their damn faces. So if Scott Turner wasn't fighting for that young man, it, it ain't about being given a chance. You know, it was about the fact that Scott Barton was the one that fought for him, and he came in, and he went out, and he played way better than they thought. He spent $38 million on how, Ten many, on Fitz, on how many victories. On Carson. Fitz, zero. I mean, he played so, a so what, I, what, what people like So people like to go out there, listen, you can like a person but still understand that their production is not where it's supposed to be. As a person, I like Ron. Ron has not lived up to the hype of the coaching since he's been in D.C. And if you don't see that, then you don't want to see it. So you can sit and say what you want to say. 
as I, I've always been the type of person, I will walk into 7 million people and fight for what I believe in because I know what the hell I'm talking about. This dude just trying to throw something out there. He don't know what the hell he's talking about. You don't think Old Bay Addict knows what he he's talking about? He don't know what the hell he's talking about. Taylor Heineke might owe his career to the water slide that took out Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Could be. But, but I'm just Forget saying, it's like you got to understand, this kid went out there and did. Listen, I was, and I told people, I thought he was going to be an okay player, just like he was. I don't think he's that guy. But you cannot ever mistake the fact that this dude will fight and do what he has to do. And I, I saw he was in, his, the way he was was infectious with his team. Totally. And I think that right there got a lot of guys on his back and behind him. This dude wants to tell me Ron gave him a chance to revamp his career. No. He had no idea to ever play that kid. He had no he, choice. He, he, but he, he, he knew I went and got Ryan Fitzpatrick. Wrong move. You got When your nickname could be Fist Tragic, that's not a good move. Then you go get Carson Wentz. This kid came in when those guys failed and played well. That's not something he planned to do. He had no choice, as JP just stated. So that is not a plan. So no, I don't give credit to Ron for that. And the whole time he played this year, Ron kept saying, you got to go get another quarterback while the dude's racking up victories for you. Best quarterback since Kirk for this team was Alex Smith. Yeah. Second best, Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Yes. Yes. And it's not close. But like the thing of it you is, you know like, what their record was in Wentz starts this season? They won what two, two and five. See, the thing for me is this: when you are forced to do something, I don't just say you planned that and give you all the credit for it. You know what I mean? So, if if Carson didn't have the hurt hand, think about it. <laughs> this dude that wanted to go up here and tell me what Ron did, Carson had a broken hand, and they refused to pull him out the game to put Taylor in there. Okay? That tells you what he really thought about Taylor. But then the next week where they say, oh, he can't play, he got to go get the, his surgery or whatever, then they threw Taylor in. So, don't sit up here and tell me that he gave him another chance. He had no damn choice. The I tend to, whenever you talk about a player's development or a player's successes, most of the time I give credit to the player. I didn't even put him, they, they rolled the dice on him when they yeah. called him up. But they called him because Alex was hurt. Haskins had a lot going on. Haskins had the stripper party during COVID. They called him. Kyle Allen broke last his leg. Resort. An emergency. Right. They right. called him in the last resort, and guess who brought his name up in the meeting? Scott. The little dude that I tied up and threw water on in the in The, the guy you just thing. fired. You know what I'm saying? They put him. That's that's who they that's who brought him to the their, their attention. So let, let's be real, man. People like to make narratives what they want them to be. I just talk about the narrative that actually happened. I don't make it up. Yeah, I mean, I think you so can't. So, Old Bay? Old Bay, take a old bay addict. I love Old Bay, and we'll put it on just about anything. I love Old Bay, too. Yeah, but, but that he, dude, his mind, his little opinion right there, incorrect. Just, like, just like what you go to this little room over here to do. 
what, what's Crap. that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were pointing in your in your expansive yeah, bungalow. In the bungalow. Yeah. Here's what we're gonna do. Everybody needs to get something off their chest. Everybody needs a chance to open up. Men, we talk about this. Men don't take care of their mental health like they should. And if you check the stats, a whole lot of men listen to this program. Yeah. This is an opportunity for men and women and people, however you identify, to call in. Even addict. Obey addict. Obey addict. Call on in. You can call in and get whatever is bothering you off your chest. It is Bleep You Thursday. And on Bleep You Thursday, you get to call in and scream about whatever has bothered you. You get to do what we do, like four hours a day, every day. (laughs) 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. MGM, National Harbor, listener lines, now open. First time all week, I think. It is Bleep You Thursday. Before we go, though, it's J.P. Finley here. And I got to tell you about my friends over at Rudy's Golf. This Saturday, February 18th, join them for a great day of fun supporting your very own D.C. Divas. Proud members of the Women's Football Alliance stop by from 4 to 10 p.m. to grab an autograph and enjoy Rudy's heated ranges, a full buffet, giveaways, contests, and special celebrity guests. Maybe Bimich will be there. I don't know. Make sure to bring the fan because Putt-Putt is completely free. Grab your tickets today at dcdivas.com slash events. That's dcdivas.com slash events. Rudy's Golf, the new home for golf and entertainment.